What's going on, everybody? And welcome to episode 35 of the Playconomics podcast, <laughs> breaking down the business behind the world of video games, providing you with that sweet, thick, delicious financial context for industry trends. I'm one of your host, Bobby Kowecki. Join with me today on a Sunday, nice. live from the Oscars, even though he's <laughs> in Palm Springs, Matt, the What's California Dreaming Miscarry. What's going on, buddy? I have one thing to say, and I've always wanted to do this my entire life. And mm-hmm. since I have microphone in hand, I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. You forgot your mic stand. <sighs> I- of course. I flew and forgot my mic stand. So my best WWE impression. Let's get ready to podcast. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Oh, I'm I so can, ready. I can tell you right now. So you just, you're in California. I just I got back from California um, and Las Vegas. Big work trip. You're out there also for a work trip. Kind Not of. my work trip. I'm on Not- vacation. <laughs> you're on- <laughs> I'm on vacation. You're on vacation. And yet, so what I'd like just to use this as an example to the fans that you're on vacation. I'm half dead from this weekend. Well, week, really. This just yeah. week. You had a long week. Oh, my God. Yeah. And if Jamie Foxx is listening, the title fight is on, bro. You know who you're talking to. Oh, my God. But that's another story for another time. Matt, enough dilly-dallying. What are you playing on this vacation of yours, my, so, my dude? So, obviously... I had a six hour flight and then I think it was like four and a half. And then there was, I had a layover in Dallas and then I had another like two hour flight, two and a half hour layover. I know. Tell me about it. Disgusting. Tell me about it to from Dallas to Palm Springs. I can't play Elden Ring on the plane. So do you know what I did play? And do you know what I want to talk about for the first time since it launched March 4th? Triangle strategy. Triangle strategy. (laughs) And let me tell you, I had, if you were just going to pick it up, play it a little bit, put it down, and like come back to it in a couple days, it's not the game for you. There's two, I was able to sit there uninterrupted for four and a half hours and dive into this game, and it is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not Elden Ring. And no, I'm not trying to convince anyone that he is on the level of any type of game like that. Mm-hmm. As a tactical RPG, it is very good. The better than um, Felseal? Way better than Felseal. I could oh. not get into the story of Felseal at all. This is like a political drama that you're fighting over. So you come from one, there's three nations. One point in the triangle. Yeah. There's three nations. One is the salt nation that has salt and like it's medieval time. So like it's considered a spice. All right. (laughs) Shut up. It makes sense. It makes sense. The other one has iron. Obviously Mm -hmm. useful. And then the third nation has control over the trade routes which is clearly obviously the most important nation yes but it keeps them relevant because they don't actually produce anything but they Mm -hmm. proceed over the trade and everything like that and you're basically thrown in 
as head of the military force of the trade nation. And then people start getting assassinated. The king of your nation dies suddenly and you get the throne or you get the throne of that piece of the nation. There's so many characters. The only gripe I have with it is there's not really like class development because it's just you go from being a swordsman to a swordsmaster to a elite swordsmaster to like a top chef. Yeah, like it's not a you have a sword and then, oh, I want a sword and shield or I want to switch to katanas or whatever. So a little less in that regard. The story develops so good and there is a lot of it. But if you have the time to sit down and like I was literally putting the the um, dialogue on auto. So they were just continuously talking. <laughs> no, no, no it wasn't fast. It. It wasn't fast. It was just I didn't have to click anything. A A A A A. So instead of having to click A, they just talked organically, and I got to like watch this political drama. And that was one of the missions. And then you go out and explore and gather Lazy information. No, it's. it's I'm just not. busting balls. <laughs> I'm sure. Not, I'm sure. Listen, really, I love really Fell Seal, so I'm sure that I would like Triangle Strategy. It's really and good decision making mechanic in it is it's top notch it really is a good tactical rpg but i'm gonna be playing elden ring tonight oh because you brought the xbox with you you better believe it that gamer xbox time in, in palm springs my dude yeah i had room service drop off an ethernet cord i'm ready i am ready if you pick up the phone right now and order g fuel from room service you think they'll deliver it if they don't you need to check out of this hotel immediately they sent me a monster not the same <laughs> i know monster is the poor man's g fuel but i'll I allow it but because, Bobby, listen aside from being 75 and sunny and while i was on vacation uh i saw some cool places in la met some cool people yeah but uh california is an unmitigated hellhole that needs to just break off in float into the pacific not palm I'm, springs palm springs, palm is springs awesome. included palm springs this is in there and, this this, and I'm somebody last... who would love to go to Yosemite, okay? Yosemite, I'm a big fan of that. This is like the first time in 48 hours that I've actually been indoors because I've been out and about in Palm Springs. It's not like a huge party town, and it's kind of old and like goes to bed very early. A lot of old like, people on golf carts out there. Yeah, but it's, nice. Nice. it's really nice to like sit outside Grab you know what you know what those old people are gonna love driving their golf carts in the middle listening of the Pacific podcast. Ocean oh. when, when California splits oh, off. Yeah, and I've listen, been I'm somebody who, who ate In and Out. I loved it. Love me some In and Out. Get some In and Out. I do. In your I have it. We're coming back from Joshua Tree, and it, we're hitting up In and Out on the way out. Can you bring me an entire Joshua Tree back? Uh, I don't think so. I, from what I've heard, they're very large. From what I've heard, we're really good friends, and I would do it for you. So I'm okay. just going to leave that there. If if on next I week's that, podcast, is that illegal? well, you know, because it's a state. I'm pretty sure it's just like it's a federal park. Like I don't think you could just. I'll try. I'll let you know what happens. I need you to. <laughs> I needed to tie an entire Joshua tree to the top of your car, like Clark Griswold. Yes, because I'm driving back from palm springs well you're obviously i'm gonna put it on the plane i digress yeah what am i playing literally nothing yeah i know uh do you want to know why because you've been busy at work 
because I've been busy at work and also I forgot my Nintendo Switch uh, to pack it because I was so stressed to make sure I packed all of my gear. Oh my God, uh, what did you do on the plane? Uh, on the plane ride there, I worked until my MacBook died. And then on the plane ride back, it was a red eye. And you slept. Yeah, but you know when you don't like sleep, sleep on a plane? Like, yeah. I know Play Economics is the number one video game business podcast on the planet. Okay, I understand that, but I'm not at a place where it is allowing me to fly like first, first class on Delta, like where they give you the bed. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Not like yeah. the first class where it's like, hey, here's three and a half extra centimeters of leg yeah. room and a warm towel. Uh, and a slap in the face, and that's what <laughs> and you, you get. get. First choice of nuts that we only have one type of. So and it's almonds, right? Yeah. So, uh, coldest plane ride back of my entire life. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. It was like flying home in Antarctica. Yeah. And they give you that little like blanket, that one ply piece of blanket. And Nicole was like, "Oh, did you put the blanket on?" I'm like, "Listen, as much as I'd love to put on this." measles blanket, blanket froze <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but as to why i didn't play anything that's why because I, I, I was i was away for work all last week and i didn't take my switch but oh, after sucks. we finished this pod, so much triangle strategy i could have i could have played but i am away again in two weeks going to south carolina on business on business nice. i'm gonna start saying that and, I, and and during that trip, I, I'll probably maybe pick up Triangle Strategy or some other stuff. But to be conducive to the what I'm playing section of the podcast, I'm going to obviously play some Elden Ring tonight. Yeah, obviously. Me too. Um, but also, uh, Returnal came out with a horde mode and is exactly oh, nice. what I want for that game. Yeah. I th- I, so I'm, that I was like dive back two, in. three months ago. That I was you saying said how they need, need that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, st- I'm glad. I'm happy for you. Stoked to but, try that out. But we got news to talk about because a yeah, lot of shit went down while I, you were Let away. me tell you something. I was on a Twitter blackout this week, so I read Ugh. through all these articles. No, I'm, I'm up to snuff on it, right? Like, I read all the articles. I, I thumbed through Games Industry Biz. Paul Tassi at Forbes stopped answering my calls, which, Paul, don't change your number. Yeah, get on the podcast. Um, yeah. But let's jump into it, Matt. Topic number one, right. lead us off here. Oh, before we even discuss anything about the news, oh here we there go. was one thing that came People out People are today. waiting on bated breath. There was one thing that came out earlier this week mm-hmm. that I needed to bring up, and it's not in the news because it's just a limited edition piece of uh, equipment for one of the game consoles. Everyone right now, go on Twitter and find the Sonic the Hedgehog Series S. They have fuzzy controllers. It's coated in fuzz to make it look like Knuckles and Sonic the Hedgehog. And I don't know why you would want Swamp Hands while playing any game at all. Maybe you're a different breed and you don't sweat while you're playing games. And I rebut to you, you're not playing hard enough. But everyone go on Twitter, go log in, try to get it. It's really horrific. Horrific. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to mince my words here. Those fuzzy controllers are a borderline war crime. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who in the marketing department was like, oh, um, 
you know, like, like I'm sure somebody in the product department and the dev team over at Microsoft, I'm sure they get their assignments, right? So it's like, hey, your assignment today is make uh, Halo Infinite relevant, even though it was for a month and now it is no longer relevant. Okay, that's your assignment. Okay, who else at Xbox? Hey, uh, you over there at the initiative, uh, I'm going to need you to just make sure Perfect Dark happens. Okay, that's your uh, director for the day. And you there in the controller R&D, I'm going to need you to create a, a front to god and uh let's <laughs> see what you whip up with that bud the lord that's <laughs> yeah yeah but i refuse to spend any of our and our listeners time on this matt lead us off with topic number one what is it i just one more point why didn't oh, they put the fuzz go. on the console because it would have lit on fire i yeah i guess but like anywhere else like make a case make a case for the controller that's fuzzy and the controller is just blue or red. Doesn't matter. Regardless, you know what we're going to start the show off with? Roblox. This article from Bazinga, Benzinga. Roblox stock soars after 24-hour golden virtual concert is announced. How to play the trend. So this uh, this article, I'm not really going to go too much into it because this is really more about how to invest during this time period with Roblox, which... The article came out a week ago. Yeah, By any, this time any, now, any, any yeah. relevant investment news would be. Yeah, it's over now. Like, it's I over would now. Lo- yeah, I would love to tell you to uh, buy or sell regarding this, but this has already it's gone up. It's gone down. It's too late now. But the most important thing is, and it's something that we've talked about a lot on this podcast, is leveraging virtual events in your video games. And I think this is a and. Correct me if I'm wrong, and you might not know this either. I think I read it in the article that this isn't the first time Roblox has done this. Yeah, it's not. They had no. They they they, on New Year's Eve they had a virtual in-game event with Paris Hilton, which is a very interesting Interesting celebrity to be relevant to a largely children's game. But Paris Hilton is like weirdly like big into Web three and like NFT Twitter and stuff like that. Like love it, odd but love it, cool. Yeah, whatever. Anywho, um, it's interesting, though, that they partnered, and this is my main takeaway here, second paragraph down, the event is in collaboration with Sony Group Corp. Now, to my best understanding that the Sony Music label is not a separate entity on the ticker, it's not. No. It's not. No, so, it's under Sony. Very interesting that they went with Sony, uh, you know, fellow gaming entity within the space that has a music spinoff so that right there is a a perfect slot in i'm not sure who this artist is 24 karat golden not familiar with this person or their work i have a job uh you're not the biggest uh, music aficionado either i'm not put on put on i'm gonna ask jake oh my god jake's probably like oh yeah 24 karat golden uh, he oh, he definitely you, loves. Oh, this you. Guy. Oh, you mean. Oh, you mean George? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love George. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that comes back with Jake. Jake has more drip than the rest of us, and he not does. in like it's, a medically unhealthy way. No, it's an unbelievable amount of drip. He has both juice and sauce at the same time. Oh my you god, he's, I can't even spell any of that. What I will say though, S and P five hundred was up. So there's a couple of things to take away from here, right? Roblox trading was up 10% on Tuesday in tandem with the S&P 500, rising over 1.1%. Great. Roblox is a phenomenon. I've been saying it for a while. I've been saying that 
people have their eyes on Fortnite, which we'll talk about later in this episode, but yep. Roblox is such a gateway drug of a you know property in terms of being able to market directly to children in a way that I think even Fortnite can't do, right? Because to me, Roblox is a little more user friendly. Like, like I, I've I've said it before, like. I have little cousins and they are all like all in on Roblox. Like they're, they're yeah. betting the farm on Roblox and yeah, they're and like, I was going to say they also, it's just, they're able like Fortnite has a barrier to entry. That is just being able to correctly use a controller. Mm -hmm. I think you could stick a three to four year old in front of Roblox and they can get enough out of it to enjoy it. I don't think you could do that with Fortnite. So they have hundred percent correct. hundred percent correct. Yeah, they have a lower threshold of who they can market to. And who in the gaming space right now is putting out a safe, kid-friendly, borderline NFT to three-year-olds? Nobody. I mean, <laughs> Roblox. It, Roblox like, I want to just look at the charts here on... Uh, also, I love this site. I, I, I've known about Benzinga for a while, but I didn't realize, like, they go into, like, the, the candlesticks and stuff like this. Big fan of yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I Like, I read through the article as... Obviously, I... Um, I think it came out on the 22nd or 23rd. I mm -hmm. read it, like, as it was happening. I'm like, this is, like pretty interesting to read their like analysis on what to do with the stock and like how to like make a quick buck on it what should you do if you're not trying to make a quick buck on it very interesting very interesting but here's what i find very interesting as well yeah. roblox has been only down since they ipo'd yes which i was unaware of and is is quite shocking to me i mean when did they ipo they're they for... had a spike. Um, they had a spike up before they IPO'd, or I mean, after they IPO'd, and then they've been steadily down since then. Like I think they briefly, hit. yeah. So in, yeah. in in November twenty one, they were at seventy eight, seventy seven, ninety nine a share, spiked to one thirty four seventy two, yeah. and then have just been kind of cascading down since then. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it I forget what happened during that time period that made it spike to 134. I think it was just the industry as a whole or like the um, the market as a whole was just climbing at that time. And I think it's more because is it below that 79? Yes. Right now it is. Yes, it's 40 to 47.07 right now. Is it? Yeah. I forget what I bought it at. Down 32 percent all time hmm. from the IPO. I don't know. I still believe in it. I, look, I believe in it as well. I, I think that the, I think when, when it comes to Roblox, the FUD about it is priced into a little bit of ignorance in the sense that the people who believe in Roblox are very in the know because you have to understand Roblox potential, not the as-is product version of it to really see the long-term. Because if you look at Roblox on face value, it's like, okay, not not very much here to look at graphically. It's not as zeitgeisty as Fortnite. You know, like, despite the fact that Paris Hilton and 24 Karat Golden did a concert in Roblox, you've got Doctor Strange in Fortnite as a character. You've yeah. got Venom. You've got Spider-Man. You've got Wolverine. You've got, like, those are the names. And uh, Fortnite Sun concert, didn't Marshmallow do a Fortnite concert? And I want to say Ariana Grande did one as well. Yeah, and Justin Bieber. Jay Beebs. 
Yeah, bring back. Let's make Bieber relevant again. No, he's like done. And to be honest, I kind of like it for him, where he's just or, do he does like music every once in a while. Like I forget what I was listening to the other day. I was like, is this a new Justin Bieber song? And I'm probably six months behind on it because that's just how I roll. I, I like want, yeah, I want Justin Bieber to start a, a heavy metal career. I'm waiting for the Jay Bieber Metallica collab, Matt. I don't think that's gonna final happen. thoughts on the Roblox stock, where it's at, what it's doing and where it's going to go and just kind of the state of the company as a whole. I think the state of the company as a whole is fine. I think it's going to steadily climb back and it's going to cap out at about 100. I do find it interesting that their market cap is kind of high to get purchased. Oh, yeah. I don't think any. I think the only people who could buy Roblox right now is Tencent. Yeah, it it is definitely a high value, way higher than I thought. It, I just uh, looked it up and if the number I looked at it was correct. It's like 27 billion and i just did not see that for roblox but it was it's a higher market cap than i thought it was going to be i think the stock should cap out at around 100 i don't know how long that's going to take i'd say over the next couple of years depending on the market but i like what roblox is doing i like their market i like their demographic i think they're just one collaboration away from a, that that full mainstream public yeah. zeitgeist i agree i i think i don't think paris hilton is the the no, i don't think so either headliner here but i think they need something to make them and i haven't played roblox like more than observing it they need something that as much as they have that like early entry into video gaming secured they need something to keep people past their like 10 to like 15 age. Like they need something mm -hmm. for them to keep them playing it as teenagers and then into adulthood. And I think once they figure out that aspect of it, if they want to, that's when they go like that. That's when it explodes. Hmm. All right. Well, speaking of, video game phenomenons that keep on trucking and keep on finding ways to reinvent themselves in the terms of relevancy. Topic number two, Fortnite without forts. Fans are loving the no-build mode in Chapter 3, Season 2. Coming to us from GameSpot, Mark Delaney over there. When Fortnite, season, Fortnite Chapter 3, Season 2 launched last weekend, it did so without any building mechanics in the game central mode. Battle Royale. The move comes after years of players asking Epic to incorporate such a mode and months of leakers suggesting it was finally on the way. When you can finally get your building fixed in other modes like Creative and Team Rumble, the game's marquee mode won't, featuring, won't feature building of any kind until March 29th, according to data miners. Um, people are loving this, myself hey, included, man. Because Did you play it? No, not yet. Again, I haven't played anything. Yeah, yeah. We're filming this on the 28th. If I have a chance to breathe between now 27th. and... All right, so I got two days. Maybe I'll jump into <laughs> a couple matches because I'm lethal in Fortnite until I have to start building. I didn't mention this during the what have I been playing specifically so I could bring it up during this part of the, top, the thing. Obviously, I got into Fortnite when they announced the Naruto collaboration and released Naruto, Kakashi, Sasuke, and all of the above weeb shit i know roll your eyes go ahead but as soon as they announced no building i texted the apex squad so my two brothers and we're like boys 
where are we landing in Fortnite? And we slayed yeah, without of course. building. Yeah, because it when you don't build, so you actually have fun. to play the game. Anyway, yeah. I digress. I'm well, not going to start it. It's not I a think, forecast. No, no, no. Because I think it, there is the... You can't say play the game because the game is building. That's true. That's true. The just, problem is... I'm just causing problems for <laughs> us on, on the clips later on. The problem is it requires less of a skill. Like there's no skill incline or there's no barrier to entry skill-wise with Fortnite when there's no building. because that is a completely new and novel mechanic that is not in any first person or third person shooter to my knowledge, at least to that extent. And when you remove that, it's just a third person shooter. Now anyone can pick that up and learn it and they can compete with anybody else. Agreed. And it makes it great. Even if it's not a permanent, like it's the main way to play the game, which I don't think it should be. It's, it should have building. That's Fortnite's thing. But I think it's, it's a, a great supplement. Mode? It's a great yeah. supplement. And it's a great way to, as Fortnite, be like, hey, hey, what about if we took our one thing that makes us our thing and completely disregarded it? What if that? What about that? How about we do that? So good. I might jump into a game. I've got my Kratos skin. I've got my you Wolverine should. skin. It is very, very fun. The only issue I have with Fortnite now that building is gone, it's really hard to get ammo. But so that was always the case. That was always it, the case. I think people are so, just more in tune to it now. Like it's so, and I've it's been a gripe for me the whole time I've been playing it. But I'm okay with it compared to building. Like it's less of a problem. Me not having ammo is not as big of a deal as the fact that I run into someone and all of a sudden they're <laughs> fifty hundred yeah, feet yeah, in yeah. on top. No, of nobody me. wants that. Nobody cares. And I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna build a ramp. okay ramp sidewall no uh, other ramp no flat okay damn i'm dead like that's me when (laughs) it comes to building i just hear jake on the mic he's like yo i'm cranking 90s and i'm like what does that mean jake what does that mean usher like you're just really loudly listening to usher and like cranking up the tunes and he's like no matt and i'm dead and he goddamn dinosaur Hey, he clutched the victory royale as per usual when there's building. Jake's the OG. Look, I think this is great. I mean, let me let me take a look at Epic's Epic stock. And while you're doing that, I'm just gonna do a nice little side article for Fortnite brought to you by Oh, what am I doing? Epic doesn't have a stock. What am I what am I what yeah. am I saying? Uh GameSpot again by Jason Finelli. And it's just basically saying that uh gold medal snowboarder Chloe Kim, March twenty sixth. Coming into Fortnite, it's just another way that they have adapted and added another person to be and another, like they're just touching another fan base. They're just like, oh, the Olympics are popular right now because they're on. Let's get oh, somebody cool from the Olympics. As hell. Look at her. She's on a dragon and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Wow, neat. Like, who, who doesn't want, like, what person? Like, what famous celebrity wouldn't want to be in Fortnite? Gilbert Gottfried. Let me tell you something. That would be hilarious if he was <laughs> just like a world boss in Fortnite. Everyone, no, it's like Fran, I want a Fran Drescher Fortnite skin. I want that's the nanny fine. Fortnite skin. That's fine. It would be great. But they're continuing to adapt. They're changing. They're constantly adding stuff and taking things away. Like building. 
Yeah, I love it. I think I think this is such a cool mood. I would love to see this be a permanent thing because I'd actually probably have I like as a grown man, like Fortnite's such a palate cleanser game when I just need to kill like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. If there was no building, that would be like like my jump in, jump out. Yeah. It's it mess is, around game. It's really fun. I highly recommend you try it if you haven't. Um and I hope I might, they, I might I might run a couple games later on before bed. I hope they put it in as like a rotating limited time mode. I don't know if they do things like that on Fortnite. They do it in Apex. They do. Work. They do some, from time to time. They'll they'll have different modes. Yeah, just throw it in like once a quarter, a week of no building. I love that. I think they'd see their player base spike. I think they'd have people who don't normally play their game look forward to playing their game that week. Yeah. Big fan of that. You know what else and I'm a big fan of, Matt? Is it lawsuits? Love them. Topic number three. <laughs> Let the people know. Activision Blizzard might be A, B, K, O'd because... You're very proud of yourself. You're, you're you so no proud idea. of that headline I, in the Google Doc. I, I see you that. beaming. If that is not the title of this episode, I'm not doing the podcast with you anymore. ABKO'd, fine, man. Yeah. You find the tags. You find the goddamn tags, man. Blizzard is ABKO'd. Uh, it's basically say um, this one is uh, gamesindustry.biz. Come yeah, to us yeah, from yeah. James Bachelor. Oh, they're both from James Bachelor. <laughs> I'm like, which article are you reading? Um, so it's this one is a call for the shareholders meeting on April 28th to vote to pass the um, the acquisition from Microsoft. And it's mm-hmm. a Microsoft, obviously, the, um, the vote's being held for. It's important because it could be... They could block it. I don't see anyone on the board except for, like, Bobby Kotick trying no, to... No, listen, I think Bobby Kotick's the first person to be like, yeah. no, no, sell, 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 sell right now, guys. So nope. there's Nobody... a lot that they didn't find. Sell yeah. right now. <laughs> like no, And, oh, no, they're still revealing it because we will get to the additional things that came out of um, this announcement. But, I mean, you have to do it. You have to get shareholder buy-in. I don't see anyone not wanting this on either side. Because for it's great IP for Microsoft to get, and Activision Blizzard King gets completely new management, completely new teams, a lot more resources, and they get to put all of these scandals and things behind them once they're settled. Yeah, there's only upside here. I mean, even down to somebody who works at ABK, right? Yeah. Now on their job search, let's say, it's a little bit easier for somebody who works at Microsoft ABK than ABK. It's less of a, you know, toxic mark, I would say, especially with all the zeitgeist. I think, like, and again, that's just one cherry-picked example, but I do yeah. think that there's only upside to this deal, right? Obviously, yeah. Microsoft is getting significantly more upside than Activision Blizzard, right? But... Oh, yeah. I mean, like the 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 takeaway here, because uh, I like how James Wright wrote this, where it, it's at a glance at the top, it kind of gives you the cliff notes. And the one that stands out the most is, if merger not approved, Activision Blizzard warns stock will decline significantly. And it would, like, imagine, how like, could it not? Like, how could, and the stocks have steadily been going up since this was announced. 
obviously uh, a c t i v i think is the ticker uh a t v i yeah i mean we we just look at the last month down 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 we look at the last six months uh we're up a little four percent up six months but if you look at january 14th right around the time the, the acquisition news popped off boom straight back up so like it's not bad however they did also and i think we're looking at this obviously from the point of view uh you mentioned it briefly looking at it from the point of view of the employees but uh i don't know if it was in this article or it was just something i'd read uh passively in um the news this week but it was xbox was questioned about the unionization things that were going around in abk and I mean, he's not going to say, no, I don't want them to unionize. But yeah, it seems- yeah, Phil Spencer's going to be like, we respect everybody's values, right, yeah. to unionize and voice their opinions about the workplace that they all share. And the minute the acquisition happens, Phil Spencer's going to be like, here's what's not going on. Well, there, there's gonna, no way that unionization thing goes chance. through. There's no way that he's not going to at least say, listen, let us do it first. And then if you still want to unionize, try to unionize. You know what he's not going to say? you don't understand the consequences of what you're asking. And that's what Activision Blizzard King said. Any response is better than that. No, look, I think that in the... I think that's a fair response. And I think it's it's as loaded only because of the context surviving uh, surrounding Activision Blizzard. You don't understand the consequence of what you're asking is like somebody saying... Uh, it is so cold in this car. The, 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 we are in the middle of the desert. Turn, turn the Hold AC the off. Windows. I'm freezing yeah. to death. And then being like, I can let you out. You do not understand the consequences of what you're asking. You do not understand how hot it is out there. Yeah. No, no, no. I completely get what you're saying. And I understand that his feedback, while misguided in presentation was legitimate feedback that people need to really consider what they are getting from a union before they join a union. And we talked about this very, very long on our pod or on um, that. Yeah. Not, not to belabor the point. I just, I think that by and large, a significant number of unions are more predatory to their own members than they let on to believe. And I think that while there are some unions that are beneficial and in the long run helpful to the workers who choose to be a part of them, I think by and large unions are a straight up scam. I I mean... I think they're it's a the road to hell is paved with the best intentions kind of thing where they the union and the idea of the union does mean well in practice are they feasible do they work it is up for debate depending on which union you look at however I don't think that Microsoft would uh, obviously they would try to not have them unionized but i think they're going to make a big push that the abk people feel welcome and see an immediate culture change it's like once oh my god that abk guys yeah through. listen i know we had to meet about the union today have you seen this dump truck full of money we left inside of your house though because also also have you checked the break room because there's pizza hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> um 
I I don't I I will be listen. I was shocked when Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. I will be even more shocked if they if somehow some way this deal it's doesn't get it. approved because who loses here? Even the people who lose in quotes at Activision Blizzard because their company is getting bought up and this that, and the other thing are winning because they're on a sinking ship. Yes. Right? Like, there's only upside across the board here. Yeah, the only people that I could see for the, like, real, like, a loss would come out of this is if there's layoffs and, like, large amounts of layoffs. Here's what I don't know and either missed in our reading or would love to be educated on. Okay. When Sony bought Bungie, they made a very big stink or very big show of how much of the Bungie purchase was to retain talent, mm-hmm. right? How much of that purchase price was just to get the people at Bungie who make up Bungie, who know the games, who make up the culture, who are the reason that you really buy a company like Bungie. Yep. How much money Sony spent to get them to stay. I don't remember hearing the same hoopla from Microsoft. Now, I, that might just yes. be because of how much bigger the price tag was and how much more seismic Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard is. The only but I'll be that, curious with the, the layoffs. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, the only thing that concerns me with that is, and we've talked about the buying practices of Sony versus Microsoft, is Sony buys the talent to bolster their own IP. Microsoft buys the IP because they believe their people could do it better. And that would be the only reason that I'd be concerned with the staff of ABK and not just having Microsoft hire internally or hire their own people. But if there is not large scale turnover and large scale layoffs, this acquisition is good for everyone. And listen, last thing I'll say on the subject, and this is not a Sony pony thing. This is not in my, like when is Microsoft going to show up with these games, right? Like, Gears, cool. Halo, Halo. If you look on Twitter about Halo Infinite, the number one sentiment is, "You guys kind of are dropping the ball here." Like it's it's a live service game with zero live or service in it, right? Perfect yeah. Dark is in horrible condition, judging just by the fact that Microsoft is basically renting Crystal Dynamics to make the game, despite the fact that the initiative was a quadruple a developer that they were hiring for they lost their main person at the initiative uh i forget the gentleman's name but he was a big player at insomniac Mm -hmm. went to the initiative left the initiative to go back to insomniac yeah and i really think they are halo was really really good for a short amount of time and i think they Season two is too long. Was too long away. Let me, like let me put it to you this way: there is more zeitgeist a month out from Elden Ring than a month out from Halo. Agreed. Agreed. Right. The, <clears throat> and I honestly think the biggest thing that held Halo back, and it was the biggest thing I was concerned about when I bought it, was why on earth did it not launch with co-op? I don't, I just, I think, and while I understand that's valid, I think the fact that the multiplayer suite has been so just abandoned, abandoned. Yes. 
agreed. They really they needed to have additional things. And I had really high hopes of Halo. And I think the release was well on their product they delivered was really, really good. Like I think that year delay, the end product of the game itself and the original multiplayer was really good. They didn't continue to execute. I completely agree. And again, this is not a Sony Pony Xbox sucks comment, but like, why should I be excited about anything Xbox has to show me? I have like, Xbox has done nothing from an outside. And look, I gave props where they were due that Game Pass and xCloud was a phenomenal experience as a PlayStation owner. Credit where credit's due. But... I know for fact that right now, God of War, the next God of War is going to be phenomenal because of the last God of War and because Sony is very calculating in putting out their releases. Despite the fact that I don't know what else is coming down the pike, I know that whatever Bluepoint is doing next, whether it's a Bloodborne remake, whether it's Bloodborne 2, is going to be a phenomenal experience because Demon Souls was and Shadow of the Colossus was and all of that. Horizon yeah. 2, whatever Naughty Dog's working on. What? Why should I be excited about Xbox? Oh, because they bought a team? My thing is all of the purchases Xbox has made recently and their big things like the Bethesda purchase and the Activision Blizzard purchase, they purchased games that were in bad states and had low fan value what have they done with them that's what i'm saying so like they haven't put out any of those fan service games yet they haven't redone call of duty they haven't given us um elder scrolls 6 they haven't given us a new fallout they haven't given us any of these champion games that we were excited for microsoft to get their hands on these ip but they haven't done anything yet and i think the first one that they launch if it's bad they're screwed here so hold on here is all i'll say to put a pin in this because we can go back and forth for hours on 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 this subject yes microsoft smells blood in the water and immediately says we're 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 here you're ours now right but while i didn't expect elder scrolls 6 yet while i don't expect starfield until maybe after holiday i i i think if starfield is not the holiday game then it's in a, i will be shocked if starfield is not the holiday game let me put it like that yeah. but you want to know what it would have shown a lot of good faith from microsoft as a company to say we have bought this company we understand why they are not doing well we know how to cater to their audience to bring them on board mm-hmm. do you know how hard it would have been to re-release fallout 3 and fallout new vegas on switch zero zero effort and let me explain something to you people myself included would lose their mind would be such minimal it, skyrim I- is on switch I know. I I don't think. I don't think Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas being on the Switch is a big deal. I severely disagree because optically, again, Microsoft saying people are angry with Bethesda right now. Why are people angry with Bethesda right now? Okay, 
Well, Fallout 76 kind of shit the bed. Okay. Bethesda, you're with us now. Okay. We need to make sure, since you're ours now, that your customers aren't turning their backs on you. Okay. When's Starfield coming out? Uh, I don't know. When's Elder Scrolls coming out? Uh, I don't know. Why'd you talk about it? Well, we were drowning, right? Okay, great. You've messed all that up. What can you do to placate your audience, make them happy, and keep them on board and satiated to a point where when you do announce something, they're starting at a good place to a better place, not a bad place to a good place. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get like putting good faith in and like re-releasing something that everyone liked to say, like, this is what we are going back to. We're, just to say that we're listening yeah i would have rather them in all due respect to the switch i don't care about fallout on the switch i didn't care about skyrim on the switch that's why there was eight iterations of it on other consoles first before it went to the switch i would have liked to see a remastered fallout 3 new vegas yes, fallout yes, yes. 4, something Great. like that awesome up it new yeah. textures that i need switch no but Yes, I see what you're saying. Something to remind the people of what they like about this franchise. And this is what we are going back to. I completely understand that. It's been too long. Un- listen, unless Microsoft comes out at E3 time and says, guys, listen. Listen. Here's... Playable here's, now. Pl- if yep. Microsoft comes out at E3, I, I think that they're going to try to do what they did with Fallout 4 where they're like starfield here it is 15 minutes worth of gameplay it's holiday 22 boom i have i think that's what's gonna happen you know, you know what i think they're gonna do they're gonna launch overwatch 2 and they're no, gonna I launch i don't think you can send that out to the, die no i think that it's gonna be the multiplayer and i think it's gonna be good i think they're gonna they're gonna put out the multiplayer and they are going to make it a point that once a month there's something new until the story mode is relevant. I don't think Overwatch 2 is that close to the finish line. I'd love to be wrong. I've said many times how much fun I had, have had with Overwatch and how much more I wish that they did with it. Yeah, I think the only reason I'm okay with it coming out now is because I think all of the like new developments and new things about Overwatch are all story mode related. If you just throw 20 new maps, virtually the same characters with maybe another... How many characters are in Overwatch? 25? Give me another 10. Give me another 10 and and 20 maps. Ship it. We'll see. I'm so curious when E3 time rolls around. I I can't wait for it. There's a lot of stuff for like announcements that could be coming and it's going to be interesting to see what it is but we got one more acquisition to talk about and we're going to touch on it very briefly because we did a lot more on the abk thing than i thought we were going to and we went off on a tangent but in the spirit of acquisitions in this article by the gamer by sean murray sony buys assassin creed creator jade raymond's studio which is in all fairness not the greatest title She's also not the creator of Assassin's Creed. She was a create. She was a producer on Assassin's Creed too. However, however, if you, if you look up her Moby games, they bought. That is a glaring error. They, that is a glaring error. They bought Haven Entertainment, which is great. I like. I like the purchase. 
Um, I forgot. Hold on, hold on. I'm interested to get your opinion on this, just she, because you have more. I, I just. I'm here. sorry. I just need no to stand for the record here because did she? Does it say in the article? Does it say that she created Assassin's Creed? It says in the title. <laughs> no, she went to uh, to Ubisoft to produce the first and second Assassin's okay, Creed. Okay, because that's that's correct. I was about to yeah. say, and why I'm not excited about Haven Studio in the slightest. Interesting. Wait, why? Yeah, why be, aren't you? Because they're different roles. And again, th- this isn't a, a new or original thought that I'm putting out there. And cool, Sony's acquiring studios. They see something in Haven. I think that they're about at critical mass with the studios that they can handle effectively that we aren't seeing things from slash don't know about. And again, same point as I said, the Microsoft, but like how many in film executive producers can you name that aren't also directors? A producer role Exactly. A producer role has is little to no creative. A producer is somebody who facilitates the ins and outs of the movie. The producer role is working with financiers, is working on hiring a director, coordinating everything else. But it's the director of the game, right? There's a reason, like Neil Druckmann, uh, David Jaffe, Amy Hennig. These are creative people. Cool right like awesome but i i think this is wildly overblown i think sony's reaching critical mass like i and again i know i was up on sony but i can be just as honest about sony (laughs) in this case you bought a studio congratulations i don't know what this game is i have nothing to love or hate about this game i'm completely indifferent to it right if this was oh my god if if let's say insomniac wasn't making like the wolverine game in in this perfect world right and that Haven Studios came out with that 15-second trailer, and Haven Studios with the Assassin's Creed uh, producer is making a Wolverine game. I understand that. You've gotten me as a consumer, yep. as, as somebody who's invested in the brand. I get it. Cool. What, what reason do I have to be excited about this? Hey. You said it better than I could have. I mean, I like it just because um, I think it's, again reinforcing on things that sony already does i don't know if it's a necessary purchase like if the acquisition was needed and it doesn't get me excited for anything in particular but i'm looking forward to seeing what uh what's gonna happen and what's gonna come out of that acquisition cool like their game like if you're reading the article here there's a lot of zeitgeist about what haven studios might be making that it's a game with a lot of user feedback and user generated content and how it's a lot like they're trying to engage the audience in a way where they feel like they have a part in the creation and mixing up of the game right cool they have a studio like that that studio made dreams and that studio made little big planet we're doubling up at this point right and i this might just because i'm jet lagged Hit me your final take on it. My final take on this is the industry as a whole, I'm getting tired of the acquisitions. I'm I'm really starting to give less and less of a shit about acquisitions when they are not materially producing anything, right? Agreed. I will be a lot like if, boom, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard and here is your roadmap for Overwatch, right? I'm not saying that's not coming. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, Sony yeah. Sony bought Haven and in tandem 
here is what Haven's working on. In yeah, more, I, in concrete from the developers, it's a synced look, even if just a teaser at the product, right? We're getting caught up in these land grabs. Where it's like, oh, who's going to get bought next? Who cares? When they're not producing anything. I, I think the issue is that because these things come out so early before the acquisition actually goes through, just because they're publicly traded companies and they need to report things like this, we never really see any of the like the values three years ahead of us. And it's hard to get excited about something that has no tangible product. There's a few of them that we can say like, oh, they're obviously working on this project. and They're obviously purchased them to do these things. But at the end of the day, it's speculation. We don't know. Correct. However, my counter to that is Red Dead Redemption. If after Grand Theft Auto 4, someone came up to you, regardless of rumor, and said, Rockstar Games is going to make a cowboy game, you'd be like, what? Or The Last of Us, where the company who was making these big budget Michael Bay film level games was like, their next game is going to be considered uh, the godfather of video games. You'd be like, what? The, the, the studio that made the game about the guy hanging out of the train and also then in the next game, the plane? And be like, yeah, them, they're going to make one of the most narratively riveting gaming experiences of all time. Yeah, you but, believe them. Yeah, but in what, like, how does that apply to the acquisition? Because piece? when those things dropped, th- there, there wasn't this long tease out of all of these, oh, we had, were working on this and it might be this and we've got this. Like, show me the product. Let me be either skeptical or excited. Yeah, but and you then. And I understand the shareholder thing. No, but yeah, you just can't do that with an acquisition. Like you can't buy Activision Blizzard King and then say this is like they're not even per like the acquisition is not happening until June 2023. They can't say what they're doing with it. Correct. It's impossible. And but it's hard. Haven, to, but the yeah, minute yeah. so okay so the minute Sony owns Haven. Yeah. A company that, when Sony invested in their game, didn't even have a website. When this whole the hoopla, Jade Raymond Studio, Haven Studios, she came from Stadia and she was at Ubisoft and now Haven Studios, right? Like, okay, I get it. You're you're a spunky up and coming team. You're 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 flying by the seat of your pants. Cool. Now you've been bought. You can't show me anything to like yes let's hold on hold on when does the acquisition actually go through in the article it says it it seems imminent like this doesn't seem like it's i I think because it's such a much smaller acquisition it doesn't seem like uh a a drawn-out process like with the abk thing what i will say here though is this will be a live service game Based solely off of Herman Holt's uh, quote here, he quotes in the article from gamesindustry.biz by Christopher Dring. Herman Holt speaking now. Obviously, we will always carry on making these single-player narrative-based games, such as Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, Horizon Forbidden West. Holt emphasizes, but you've spotted correctly that we are invested in live service games because it's incredibly excited for us. It allows us to build larger worlds. It allows us to create really meaningful social connections between players. Neat. Yeah. Other than the fact that you're giving me something different, but like again, live service is such an amorphous topic. I agree. 
I'm See, not. When I when I saw the live service thing, I was thinking more along the lines of Spartacus, and like applying it to that. No, I I see this more as like a Destiny Two Fortnite thing, where the game itself is a living, breathing thing yeah. that evolves over time. I get you. Well, I believe that all we could have possibly have said about Haven Studios has been oh said. Oh my god! And I, I I'm just fired up because I want to see something, right? Yes, and I I get that concern. I just think it's really like in the time that we live in, with so much public visibility of all these things. And with them getting announced in the future for like future things that they're the acquisition needs to go through, it's hard to make announcements like that. But I I do think you are you are right where we could say Activision Blizzard is a bad example because there's no way they could say anything about that because it needs to get approved and all of these things. But once these things are final, and I think me and you will both agree on this, once the acquisition goes through. The day that they are one entity, there should be a press conference. There should be a Sony press conference. There should be a Xbox press conference. There should be a Nintendo Direct saying this is what we are doing and this is where it's going with these IP. I don't even need that much to be satiated, truth be told. I need a 280, I need a 280 character tweet with a That's logo. Fair. Game title, what it is why you should be excited okay that's the hook that's the pitch and as a playstation fan consumer that's all i need because guess what uh fire sprite the studio that's making the horizon vr game that sony recently acquired that was a 20 second trailer told me zero about the game but told me everything i needed to know vr horizon not aloy coming soon psvr 2 and I think uh, similar with the new Witcher announcement. Yeah. The Witcher announcement is a perfect. Beautiful. Beautifully done. And it's, I believe it's the most liked game announcement in the world to have yeah, ever yeah, existed. People, all, all you cyberpunk haters got a real short memory on that one, huh? Yeah. Remember cyberpunk? Remember how quick? Anyway, I digress. Matt, I'm done being a curmudgeon. I I'm sorry. You. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's beautiful. And... With that being said, we're taking this bad boy in for a landing. If you like what you saw here, you got some financial context for your industry trends, give us a like, consider subscribing, and tell a friend that you think would enjoy the podcast to give us a listen. Spotify, YouTube, etc. The link, the link tree is in the comments as always. But more importantly, if you take one thing away from this podcast, it's to always remember, happy gaming. 